Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1. The song title is about Shelley. The lyrics are about me. The song title is Beautiful People. And the lyrics are, we are not beautiful people. So that's how it all works out. Right? You think that's how that works out? Oh, I know that's how it works out. Man, we are going to have a fun day today because I got all we sorts of things. We are going to have a fun day because it's <laughs> Valentine's Day. You know what? I, I'm, I guess I'm just totally over the things like this, but I, I wish that, that I had invented Valentine's Day. By the way, I heard, you know... I guess when you get to a certain point where uh, you're used to just seeing businesses just crumble, uh, we'll talk about a couple businesses that have declared bankruptcy recently. And one of them is, and we don't, I don't think we had them here in the St. Louis area, but one of them was called Papyrus. It was like a high-end greeting card um, store. Were, were, Were they here in the St. Louis area? The cards were. I don't know if the business was. Well, they had they had they had uh, uh, stores as well too, retail stores. We could go in and and buy their cards. But you're familiar with oh, that? Oh no, we didn't have one of those. You're familiar with papyrus, but the cards then? were in. Uh, uh, Shelly still got you know the, the places where you get greeting cards. Shelly still got stores, her. Shelly still got her sniffles. She's still got her you know cold. She's not doing well. A- anyway, the um, um, that company, and I'm still trying to figure this out because. I've seen contradictory stories online. When I first read this yesterday, it talked about Papyrus closed all is closing all of their retail stores, but then it also talked about the fact that that the, their owner, their their company owner called Sherman Papers or something like that, um, was was the reason they were that actually Sherman Papers declared uh, a bankruptcy, but that they also owned American Greetings, but yet. I read one article that said that American Greetings was in the bankruptcy, and I read another article that said American Greetings was not in the bankruptcy. So here's the thing, You know, I hope they don't sit there and try to get rid of the greeting card industry because, you know, an email is fine, but a letter is better. Well, here's what I find interesting, okay? I have recently gotten into sending out cards, um, and I have these little, you know what I'm talking about. I had them printed up. I have yes. these, these, these like little cards and they just have my name on it and they can be anything. I can just, you know, put like, Hey, thanks for being, you know, one of our clients or Hey, thanks for, you know, running me off the road. I ran your license plate and I found out where you live and don't ever try that again because you know, I know where you live. I mean, I send out nice little I'll cards. I'll send my bruiser of a co-host <laughs> over to you. I'll send, I'll send Shelly <laughs> over to you and she will talk to you. She'll talk to you for two hours nonstop and then you'll call me up and go, I'm so sorry I ran you off the road. I'll never do that again. Leave her. Take, take her away. Don't leave her on my house anymore. That's what, <laughs> yeah. That's, if somebody, that's really true. If somebody tried to <laughs> ransom me off, they'd send me back. <laughs> so, so, so they went, they declared, and like I said, I'm not sure if it's American greetings, but you know, here's, here's what's sort of interesting to me. I'm sort of, um, a lot of things I do, um, I'm sort of against the grain when, and, you think? Well, but 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 see, here's here's I'm on the front end. I'm on the back end of things. Okay, 
I'm no, a, that's not true. You're on the front end of things before they ever really well, get embraced. I'm I'm an early adopter, and and I'm yes, you are to the point where I once again I put my website first web website up in 1993. So I've been on the web for 27 years. 27 years. I've had an I've had an email address since 1991. How about that? How many people can claim that? Uh, anyway, but the problem with that is is that when you're doing something like that, and you know you and I talk about this all the time. If you have to explain it, you're never going to be able to sell it. Because at one point in time, with my old traffic reporting site, CompuTraffic.com, we had the most popular website in St. Louis. Where, I mean, back in the 90s, I had hundreds of thousands of hits on it on a daily basis. And at one point in time, it caught the attention of Channel 5, and we were doing a deal with Channel 5, where you could see our traffic information on Channel 5. You know, traffic cars out there on the road, not web traffic, but, you know, vehicular traffic. And I could never make any money at it, because the fact that I could go to people and say, hey, I've got this website, and not only do I have my own website, but our information's on Channel 5, and you can buy an ad in our traffic reports, and people look at me and go like, a what? I do a, a, a website. You're you're what? I, I don't get it. What what what? And and you know nowadays, if I had that same traffic, I'd probably be making. I mean, literally, you know, probably at least two, three, four hundred dollars a day just selling that traffic to advertisers. You know what I'm saying? And 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 to the point where I was way ahead of the curve. Well, I'm also. On the back side of the curve as well, too, when everybody gives up on something, that's when I start doing it again. And that's when I started sending out, like, cards, you know, to the point where I, you know, I, and, and, and here's the thing. I haven't, you haven't seen one of my cards when I've actually done it yet, have you? Uh-uh. I have the world's, I haven't. I have the world's worst handwriting. And as I get older, it gets worse. You write like a dude. That's not a lie. Well, I mean, but, but you know, as old people, you know how you look at their writing? I mean, like, I'm an old guy now. You know, so if you, <laughs> if you look at my handwriting, it's always been bad. Now it's bad times two. So I, I, I have it where I, I type my cards out. I type them out. And then I sign them. And I put them in an envelope, and I stick a little label on it. I've got one of those little, you know, one of those little brother, uh, you know, label makers that you know you could put address labels on, and boom, I stick a label on it, and boom, out it goes. And you know, that's you know, stick a stamp on, I, you know, and I. And here's what's funny: I go to the the post office and I ask for the most obnoxious stamps. And I don't know if you saw these stamps or not. I got to go buy some more before they run out. I bought these T-Rex stamps from the post office I've been using lately. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're like holograms. Are they? Uh, honest to goodness, when you turn the T-Rex's move. I don't know if that's a hologram or not. I guess it would be like that's a hologram. That's a 3D. A that's three, what like 3D? Facebook is doing with a lot of their pictures. Right, right. When you when you move it, when you turn it around and look at it, the 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 T Rex and there's a couple other you know big old dinosaurs on there, and they're big monstrous stamps, and they're really obnoxious. And it's funny every time I go to the post office and I go, I want the biggest, most obnoxious stamps you have, and the postal people always go, Oh man, if we got stuff for you, because nobody else buys them. It's just weirdos like me that want the real, you know, people are always want, I want, I want flowers, or I want, I want birds, or I want cats. No, I want obnoxious T-Rexes. That's what I want. You want them to know. 
<laughs> that it's from you. I want them to. I want that stamp so big that I got to put the address in like little tiny letters, you know, to fit it on the on the envelope. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I want You're that funny. stamp. And to I like, could so see that is just the quintessential Brad. Well, I could so see that. No, but but you know, but but see, here's my point. When everybody else has given up on it, when you do it, it makes it that more special. When you get a card in the mail now, it's like, whoa, I got a card. And some, I know. It you know, makes you kind of feel special. And someone actually you know, took the time to, A, buy the card, B, write on it, C, address it, D, put a stamp on it, and E, take it to the post office. You know, I mean, it's to the point where it's like, you know, and, and it's interesting. I've been doing this for a couple of months. I've already gotten two phone calls where, you know, people that I sent them to, you know, business people I sent them to go like, hey, man, I got your card. I was sort of impressed. You know, I mean, I get that. Now, 20 years ago, hey, you know, you sent me a card. You know, oh, hey, everybody sends me a card. You know what I mean? I do. So that's actually a, a, a really good business actually a business tactic well but here's to the, let people know that you appreciate that here's the other problem what's one, that one person that i sent it to said to me hey the only cards i get in the mail anymore are from my grandma <laughs> so I'm going like, okay i guess i'm i'm an old dude you know i'm sending no out cards. actually you're not did, that's actually coming back and did, it should well there's this company it's a courtesy have you ever seen this company it's called i think they're still around called send out cards you ever seen this before yes yes i know about them yeah, where i was actually thinking about joining them because i i thought i wanted to uh start sending out cards as well but, but you know what the problem with send out cards is they have, this, What's that? they have this goofy business model where you got to buy credits. I don't understand. Okay, I haven't you, looked into it that you, much, you so can't, I don't know. You can't just go on. What, what send out cards is, is an you online can. thing. And they also send out uh, no, gifts as well. In, in, unless, they change the, unless they change the way they do business, it's to the point where you couldn't just go online and say, okay, I'm going to send out this card, I'm going to put this picture on it, and it's going to cost me 92 cents. It's, you got to buy goofy credits. And they go like, and, you, and, and it's, they're like, you, you have 100 credits. And it's like, okay, so how many cards will that give me? Well, it depends on the size of the card. It's to me, I'd rather go like, okay, you know, go to the, go to the, the site, buy the card, you know, have it show up in my in my cart. You know, okay, click on the cart. Okay, this card's ninety eight cents. Click, bonk, zoom, done. Instead, you gotta you know you gotta buy credits. You know, and and the reason for that is they're hoping you buy credits, then you never do anything with them. You know, it's sort of like all the people that buy uh, lottery tickets and then they never even look at them. Well, that's just silly. Ah, well, they're silly people. Anyway, that's the whole perp. That's the whole purpose of a lottery ticket, is to sit there and scratch it off. No, well, I'm not talking about the scratchers. I'm talking about the ones oh, where you, you know, like the, the scratchers are much funner. Yeah, but but you know right away with the scratchers. That's why that why wouldn't I know it's instant gratification. Yeah, but we are an instant gratification kind of world, Brad. But you make but but see you're you're, you're missing my point. People aren't going to just buy I a always scr- miss your point. Well, pe- <laughs> people aren't going to buy a scratcher and throw it in a drawer. They're going to take the scratcher and they're going to scratch it off right away. I'm talking about when you go buy like for Powerball and and stuff like that. You know, you buy the ticket, you know, and you stick it somewhere and you forget about it. You know, because of the fact you don't know if it's a winner until whenever the drawing is. If you draw it, if you draw, you know, if you buy. On a, like a, on a Monday, I mean, it's like you know what, four or three days until they draw. Is a Powerball on Wednesday, whatever the heck it is, you know, you yep. don't, you don't know. So anyway, we got a lot to talk about this morning. And we do six seventeen. Six seven. Oh, she's given the time. You know what that means? Whenever Shelly gives the time, that means 
Brad. Yeah, but this isn't like I'm the usual tired kind of thing that of I'm doing. Talking. It really is six seventeen, I'm but tired normally of it's because <laughs> play some commercials. I don't think I can control my uh my mouth. <laughs> Do you know what the you know what the official temperature is right now? Take a guess. Don't tell seven t- degrees. You already looked. Yes, it's seven. Seven degrees. Seven degrees. It's supposed to be 26 for the high today, 48 tomorrow, 48 Sunday, 53 on Monday, if you can believe that. Yeah, so, you know, cold, cold, cold. We will take a break. We will be right back. It is 6-17. Westplex 107.1, you get my hint, two dance songs in a row. First, uh, Justin Timberland, just dance, dance, dance. And then we've got uh, Lady Gaga dancing. So does that mean that I'm the dancing queen? You're the dancing queen. I don't have that song in our library. I should play that. By the way, I saw a picture of her the other day, and I'm really jealous of what she was driving. She's driving an old Ford Bronco. The Ford Broncos that came out like in the 60s and the 70s. I remember those. Are now huge collector's items. I mean, are they? Oh my God. I see them online. I see ones that are like, you know, they're like somebody's had in their barn for 30 years and it's all rusted out, and they're like $20,000 for them. You know, I mean, some of them are crazy. Some of them, you know, fixed up are over a hundred thousand dollars. Can you believe that? Really? And, and they probably sold for like that, they probably actually. sold for like three or four thousand dollars. It's a subculture. Dollars. Everything has a subculture. Why don't you believe me when I tell you that? Oh no, no, I, 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 I didn't say I didn't believe you. You know, I didn't say that at all. A um, couple things to talk about this morning, um, briefly. Well, I tell you what, we're going to hold this on to the next one. Remind me, next break we'll talk about Jim Carrey and how he got in trouble on an interview. And quite honestly. This is one of these things where I'm sort of scratching my head on this. You know, it's to the point where he said something to the lady who interviewed him, and like everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. He's Jim Carrey. He says anything he well, wants to say. Oh, thank you, Shelly Barr. I mean, he's. If, <laughs> I mean, that's who he is. He, he, if, you it, know? if he were I, like. You don't know what's. He was like Robin Williams. You never know what's going to come out of the man's mouth. Right. If he were like you know, the king of England, and we have a queen, but, you know, the, you would expect a very measured response. You know, a matter of fact, matter of fact, remember yesterday I talked about the story about the uh, that happened back what in the early seventies the the attempted uh, kidnapping of of uh, Princess Anne. Anne. You know, we, yep. we talked about that yesterday, and and there was a great quote in there that she gave uh, these all these medals to these guys. If you know the whole story, uh, this was way back when. I hope she gave a medal to the boxer. Oh no, yeah, she did. She did. The story was that that a guy tried to kidnap. Um, uh, Princess Anne. She'd been at some kind of a charity event, and uh, back in the day, they only had one because in England nobody has guns. And uh, the uh, her her uh, security detail, which was a, a Scotland Yard guy, plainclothes guy, um, was uh, her security detail. And this guy, um, you know, blocked the car in, got out, shot the security uh, guy from uh, you know Scotland Yard, shot the driver. Uh, then a, a, a pedestrian came up and tried to help, shot the pedestrian, and then shot somebody else. And finally, a boxer, a guy who would be an amateur boxer, came up and whacked him in the back of the head and then punched him in the face, and, and he sort of stunned and, and, and ran away. But the point, the point was that that was back then, and uh, when she gave out these awards, she said under her breath, she gave out these awards, and she said to the, the one guy who was the, uh, the boxer who, who punched the guy and sort of uh, you know, interrupted the whole uh, kidnapping, he said, uh, she, she said under her breath, she says, I give you this award as the Queen of England, but I thank you as the mother. Isn't, Aww, that, isn't that a great line? How cute is that? Isn't that a great line? 
I mean, it, it really is. I mean, it's one of those things that one of my bosses used to always say, you should, you know, and man, I flunked this. He says, you should always communicate with an economy of words. He says, the best communicators communicate a good, a good thought with the least number of words. So, I mean, that was one of those. <laughs> I must not be a good communicator because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like one of the most verbose people I know. I flunked that, right? <laughs> but I think to myself, I think I thank you as the, no, no, I, I award this to you as the Queen of England, but I thank you as a mother. And I thought to myself, wow, what a great line. You yeah, know? that is pretty I mean, cute. Essentially, she was saying, you know, hey, I'm the queen. I'm getting this award from our country. But you know what? You saved my daughter. And you know what? Thank you so much for that. And I thought it was, a, yeah. you know, anyway, we need to move that was, on. That was very profound. Yeah, yeah. I can't say things like that. <laughs> it takes me 10 minutes to say that. Hey, I want to thank you. You know, I'm the king of England. And you know what? I, I, I really appreciate if you did. You know, I can't tell you how much I'd, you know, I do. <laughs> no, you sound like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, wait a minute. What I really meant to <laughs> yeah. say was. Did I tell you that I really am, am happy that you saved my daughter? And, you know, and, and, and you know what? It was really good that you did that. And I'm going to give you this award. But first, I want to thank you again. That's, that would be me. Okay, 630. Westplex 107.1. Oh, come here, little girl. Sit next to me. <laughs> it's not like that. That's actually a lovely song that just reminds you of a simpler time. Uh, you say that all the time. I uh, do. I really mean that. It takes me back to like the 70s where it's just, you know, kind of like uh, um, not Jane Zingram. Who was that? Um, George Benson. You know, just uh, you're just sitting there and you're like, I don't know, driving around or walking around or you're in Shaw Park and you just, it just reminds you of a simpler time or not. <laughs> that's what I think. Here's how in I, Shelley world. That's what it means. Here's how I get Shelly's attention. I learned this yesterday. I don't say anything. And then she starts to freak out. Well, are you there? Are you okay? No, that's not why I do that. I do that so there's no dead air. Because you always told me, as my mentor, <laughs> that the worst thing you could have happen on a radio station is dead air. Or sometimes it catches people's attention. If I say, I'm going to tell you how to make a million dollars today, and I'm going to tell you right now, people go, oh, he's going to tell me how to make a million dollars. I'm going to listen. Or they're going to say, ah, uh, it's BS in the morning. It's not. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just BS. You can't fool us. Um, cold today. We'll have the complete forecast coming up with Jennifer. Wojcicki. In just a minute. Okay, the Jim Carrey story. I read yeah. this the other day, and I'm going to let the jury, meaning Shelly as a woman, comment on this. To me, I'm going like, and, and it's funny, uh, he got in trouble for this interview, and exactly what Shelly said a few minutes ago, it's Jim Carrey, Okay. You know, wacky kind of guy. Things come out of his mouth. You know, it would be sort you know, of like he was. He started as a comedian, right? It would be sort of like interviewing uh, Howard Stern and him not using the f bomb. You know what I mean? It would be to the point where if he was like, if he sounded like a college professor, you'd go like, "Hold on, are you Howard Stern? Are you really Howard Stern?" Um, anyway, he was being interviewed by this woman. I can't remember. It was some online publication or some newspaper. I don't remember what it was. But she was doing like, like, hey, you know, it's amazing. You know, And one of the things he talked about in the interview was, and I've read this before, is that he wrote a check to himself for $10 million when he was a young, struggling, struggling comedian. And he said, you know, essentially he wrote a, a, you know, a figurative check 
to himself for $10 million and, see, and he said... One it was his vision board. Yes. It was a man's vision. Right. That was a man's rendition of a vision board. And he was going to cash that check one of those days, which he did. Because obviously he made a lot of money with the movies he did. So she's asking about his life and how he got started and the whole thing like that. And he and she said, do you have a bucket list? And he said, yes, I do. And he says, I've been I've been very, uh, uh, you know, lucky in that I've done everything on my bucket list except for one thing. And she says, what's that? And he says, you. <laughs> Okay, so what does he mean by that? I well, mean, I, it doesn't matter to me. I thought it was kind of cute. But. I, well, obviously, he's you know, there's a couple different interpretations. The interpretation that the that the haters got was that he was being you know sexually overt in that he wanted to have sexual relations with her, and okay. and, and and I'm going like once again, I you know what? It's Jim Carrey. You know, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like I, I don't take <laughs> I would I would actually be flattered myself. Well, but, but but once again, it's like it's like, OK, so it was like, a you know, he's hitting on her. OK, yeah. So what else is I don't think he's married. Uh, maybe he is. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, to, who knows? He actually tries to keep out of the well, media's he, attention. Yeah, he sort of actually. disappeared. You don't see him too much anymore. He's become very politically active. And, and, and oh, he, has he? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's a big Bernie supporter. Um, you know, and and um, you know, he's uh, you know, but once again, why? You know, it sort of it would sort of be like back in the day saying something to to Don Rickles. <laughs> And have him, you know, one of his classic, you know, cut down comeback lines. That's what you expect from the guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, just... we're dating ourselves because there's probably a lot of people who don't yeah, but, know who but, Don but, Rickles is. But there are current, I mean, like, you know, Don, you know, Jim Carrey is still, you know, I mean, relatively, you know, current because he's still in, you know, movies that, you know, are showing a lot and stuff like that. It's not like, like, um, um, you know, like I Don Rickles. I say we were dating ourselves with Jim Carrey, I, with Don Rickles. We were though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is he, you know, the Jim Carrey is still, uh, but even even Don Rickles. I mean, you know, there are people that are younger than you and I that that remember Don Rickles. I mean, geez, he was on, you know, he's been on. Uh, I can't remember when he died, but I remember he's been on uh, several of the, you know, the late night shows. I think back in the early 2000s. I think I think he was on. Oh. I, I think I remember seeing him on a interview show with Bob Costas, and he was really funny. With you know, Bob Costas is an excellent <laughs> interviewer, and it and and it was a really funny you know bit that him you know and and you know the amazing thing is is that there's some people you know when you pull the curtain back there's some people that like one of the things that that jay leno got criticized for was the show was too rehearsed that they would get the guests on there before the show and they would essentially you know okay now jay's going to ask you this and here's what you're going to respond and and the shows were sort of you know phony baloney um but yet uh you know there were some people can't say that about us can they (laughs) There's no way we rehearse this stuff we talk about. So anyway, that's the story. So so women, I, I you know what? I get it. Some people that are upset about that. To me, it's like okay, you know, it would be like it would be like if you get pulled over by the cops and you looked at the cop and said, "Officer, what was I doing?" And he was go- and he said, "Driving like a maniac." You know, I mean, it would be like like okay, I get it. You know, that's that's what a cop would say. You know, he wouldn't say, "Well, uh, actually." I saw you exceed the speed limit by three miles an hour, and then I saw you, uh, you know, do an illegal lane change without your blinker, and then I noticed that your license plates are expired. I mean, he wouldn't talk like that. 
Well, maybe they would. I don't know. Most of the cops that pull me over don't. Most of the cops pull me over. Last time I got pulled over, the guy had his gun out. But that's a whole other story. The last time I got pulled over, he called in backup. Uh, well, I, well, do you find that hard to believe? I don't. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I said, do you find that hard to believe? I sure don't. I'd, I do. I'd call backup on you, too. Yeah, he called for another car. I'm I, like, are you serious? I, don't, I, I think that's a good move, tell you the truth. Uh, we got to take a break. Weather's up next, 647. Westplex 107.1 with the donut liquor. Yes, boyfriends. The donut liquor. She's never going <laughs> to... You're never going to let that moniker go, are you? <laughs> the donut liquor. <laughs> if you've ever seen the video, it's just sort of like, okay, what was she thinking? But, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt, right? At least... Yes. At least they'd give her the benefit of the doubt. If I did that, I'd be in jail right now. Think about it. If you and I did as, that... As we all would. If you don't know what we're talking about, she wanted her, her and her boyfriend, and there was another couple, they go into a donut shop somewhere, and she licks some of the donuts and sticks them back. You know, like, ew. Well, she yeah. probably she probably thought, oh my gosh, if I lick this, people, this donut will be worth $10,000. I don't think that's what a she million, was thinking. A billion, billion dollars. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Uh, gas price. Uh, you know what? I forgot to check. I didn't need gas yesterday. I remember we talked about that the Quick Trip uh, changes the price on Thursdays. Did you buy gas by any chance yesterday? No, but I have to. But do you know that the last time I got gas, it was under two bucks? That's what I was talking about, and I was curious if it went up yesterday because I paid the lowest. It's I've like paid... two oh three. Well, I, d- I don't know. Actually, well, was, I came it, home late last night and I didn't pay attention because I, I was tired. And I, I paid, just wanted to. I paid come earlier home. in the week. I paid a buck ninety six. So um, we we have this running thing, and and I have people, and uh, once again, this was told to me by someone in the gas station business that uh, Quick Trip adjusts their prices typically on Thursday, and everybody follows Quick Trip because Quick Trip is Quick Trip is usually the lowest, so that if Quick Trip drops their price, everybody else drops their price, and the other way around, if the uh, if Quick Trip ups their price and they do it on Thursday, unless there's been some crazy kind of thing where you know the Iranians have blown up some kind of a pipeline or something like that, then the price just goes up right away. But anyway, that's the story. Uh, this is, I always heard it was Tuesdays, so I'm are, still going with you, my Tuesdays. You, you are go with wrong. your Thursdays. No, no, no. I'll no, go with my no, Tuesdays. No, I've noticed it on Thursday quite a few times. So, uh, well, it, I've noticed on Tuesday for quite a few times. Well, you don't go to, G, to, to QT. And furthermore... Yes, I do. There's one right down the street from me. You don't go to the best QT, which to me is the GHQT. I know it is. I yeah. know it is. Yeah. But mine on Kisker, it's 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 a pretty good QT, and it's a police substation. How do I know that? Because that's where I got pulled over, and he <laughs> called for backup. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know what though? We hope that Ariana Grande never goes to that QT uh, and licks the yes, donuts. Yes, we do, because it would be sad if she licked all those donuts. Right, right, right. The police would get most upset, as would I, because I'm a big donut guy, too. And uh, Yes, we know. Yes, yes. Uh, Although you, you haven't had a picture with your sprinkles lately. What's up with that? I, you know, I, because of the fact that uh, that I have uh, Schnooks is, is sh- you know, Schnooks is doing some weird things, which sort of bothers me a little bit. Somebody um, commented on your your Facebook page. Well, that have you been to the donuts with schnooks? Are they blah 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 blah? And I'm like, oh no, that's that's you know, I got I've got a couple guys who follow me on Facebook, and man, I you have a lot of people that follow you on Facebook, Brad. You've got five thousand friends. I I shouldn't say this, but both of these guys are radio wannabes. Once upon and man, this is going to sound really negative when I say this. Listening, so why don't you just stop? They they probably are. 
And they're radio, they were radio wannabes. And every time I post something on on Facebook, and I try to be positive with my posts. I'm not on there like, I can't believe that. I'm not on ranting normally. Every once in a while, you know, something will tick me off, I'll put on there. But um, one of the guys, and he'll remain nameless, was saying, I went to Schnucks the other day and got some donuts, and they were stale. Well, knowing this guy, he went to Schnucks on a Friday, and then he ate the donuts on Tuesday. You know what I mean? You know, it's at a point where this guy's sort of a weirdo to begin with. And I'm going like, okay, why would you put that out there? I've never had a bad donut at Schnucks. And and what, what I was going to say was what I'm not real wild about they're doing at Schnucks is that most of the Schnucks stores you used to be able to go to and used to be able to buy like individual cookies and individual bagels. Well, in some of the Schnucks stores, they're changing that where you have to buy like a bag of cookies that has like three cookies in it. And I don't want co- three cookies. Sometimes I just want one cookie. And Deerberg's is doing the same thing. I went into Deerberg's the other day. I love bagels. I went into Deerberg's the other day, you know, and they go back and, you know, like where the bins are, where the bagels and the cookies. Now they're in bags of three. I'm going like, I don't want three bagels. I want one bagel. Used to be able to go, you know, and then put it, you know, put it on the scale. And if you check out yourself and you put one and it, you know, weighs it to make sure you're not cheating. And, and, you know, I'd, I'd go in and a lot of times at Schnooks, I'd go in and I'd buy one bagel and one, one cookie. That would be like my lunch sometimes, you know, and um, you can't, you can't do it anymore. You know, and you have the appetite and the, and the taste of a, like a four-year-old. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, I mean, me and, and Warren Buffett, I wish I had his money, uh, but if you ever read about Warren Buffett, he drinks five cans of Coke a day, uh, you know, because he's an investor in Coke, and he eats ice cream for breakfast. And the guys, I, I eat know, ice cream for breakfast. The guy's like in his That's 80s and still, and still, you know, still going strong. So maybe there's something to be said about eating, having five cans of, sh- of sugared soda per day and eating ice cream for breakfast, you know? I mean, maybe yeah. that's that's the way to do it. Hey, we were running way behind. It's all Shelly's fault. I'll never undo false accusations. I'll always take the blame. Uh, and it has nothing to do with me. It's all to do with Shelly. Uh, we'll be right back at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Westplex 107.1, 11 blocks. Good morning to you. It is BS in the Morning. I am uh, Shelly, and she is Brad. Uh, you can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. Right, Shelly? Absolutely. She had to pick up her Nord because she had the microphone. Uh, she was trying to smoke. <laughs> no, that's not true. She's, I had my microphone sitting down because I was, was just jamming, still jamming to the song. Shelly was trying to smoke her microphone and talk into her Nord. That's what she normally does. That's what I normally do. Okay. Yes. First off, I and ha- just so you know, people, a Nord is a vape. Yes. So I quit smoking January first. Yes. Applause. Right. Applause. Right. And but now I vape. Yes. So uh, you know, I know one thing at a time i know i need to get off the vape but at least i'm not smoking a cigarette congratulations i'm so proud of you and i really am i mean smoking is a is a quite honestly i think it's a terrible thing and but i don't i don't try to it is a nasty habit well i don't try to do it it's been like a friend to me yeah i mean it's been i've smoked since i was 13 i started smoking because i wanted to make my mom mad and I've been doing it ever since. One of my sons smokes, and uh, it always bothers me that he does. But that's a whole other story. Okay, two things to talk about here. First off, um, I didn't take a shower this morning. Okay? And I know well, I smell. that was lovely. Well, Thank I, you for that overshare. But it, TMI. It wasn't my choice because if I showed you my place right now, the thermostat is set at 45. Okay? <laughs> 45. 
Okay. And so I go into my shower this morning, turn the knob, nothing happens. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, they've turned my water off. I forgot to pay the bill. So I think to myself, no, hold on a minute. Maybe there's just something wrong with my shower. So I turn on the sink and the water works and I flush the toilet and the toilet works and I go back and I turn on the, the shower again, nothing. So apparently my pipe froze in the wall for the shower. Ooh. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It's not like going down in the basement, is it? Uh, yeah, but I don't think, but see, the, the it happened one time before and I had to tear the wall out because the pipe broke. So I may not have a shower for a while. So um, anyway, uh, number two. There's always a truck stop, Brad. <laughs> There's always a, I can go out to. I think where's the closest one that has the showers? Is it a quick trip out Gold. there in St. Peter's? Do they have the showers out there? The one, you know, across the. Yeah, the one. They probably do. On the other side of uh, from the mall. Yeah, it's a truck stop. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't, I don't know if they have showers or not. Anyway, okay. So I go to Schnooks last night. And if I told you, uh, I'll be I'll be blatantly honest and tell you that I had I had this craving, which last night at like nine o'clock and I go, oh, I got to have one. The GHQT, as I call it, the Schnooks by me has hostess products, 10 for a dollar, our buck a piece. OK, and I had this strange craving for hostess cupcakes. Do you know that they come in mint now? Chocolate mint? Somebody told me that, but they these weren't the mint ones, okay? So oh, okay, excuse me. I go to Schnooks, and it's super cold. And I walk into the GH Schnooks, and there's a guy, there's a planter box out in front of the Schnooks, and there's a guy sitting there. And as I walk in, he says to me, hey, man, can I talk to you a minute? And I knew he was going to ask me for money. And I said, uh-huh. can I catch you on the way out? And he goes, yeah. So I go in, and I buy my... My, my, <laughs> I want to tell you this, you're not going to believe it. I buy my, this is my dinner. I buy one cupcake, you know, hostess cupcake, two in a pack for a buck. Yeah. And I got yeah. Mountain Dew cans on sale for 79 cents. So I buy a Mountain Dew <laughs> you're can. You're in Nirvana. Yeah, I buy a Mountain Dew can of soda for 79 cents and my hostess cupcakes. And I'm going like, okay, I'm going to go out and eat in my truck. This is my dinner. So I walk out. And I told the guy I was talking to him on the way out. So I walk out, and I said to him, hey, man, you said you want to talk to me. He says, yeah. He says, I'm really cold out here, and they won't let me in the store. I need some, I need some cash for a, a coat. He says, and I need a blanket. And I'm going like, okay, he's out here in front of Schnooks. He's got a pretty nice-looking coat on, but yet he's panhandling. And I said to him, I said, hey, man, I can't help you out. And he looks up at me, sitting down. He looks up at me, he says, he says, man. He says, you look like a cowboy from an old-time movie. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what he said. I said to him, what? And he says, you look like a cowboy from an old-time movie. You know, one of those old movies like with John Wayne. I go, I look like a cowboy? Yeah, you're a dead ringer for a cowboy. And I'm going like, okay. So I walk out to my truck, and I think to myself, that's the nicest thing somebody said to me all day. He said, I look like a cowboy from a John Wayne movie. I'm thinking to myself, what a nice thing. So I drove up, pulled up to the curb, and, you know, and he's still sitting there. And I honked my horn. He walked over, and I gave him 10 bucks. And he fist bumped me, and he says, dude, you don't know what this means to me. And he walked away. Aw. 
Look at you leaving a ripple. <laughs> but a cowboy. You're not a, you're not a dog-faced <laughs> pony soldier at all. Yes, a dog-faced, whatever the heck. Joe, a lying dog-faced yeah, lying pony soldier. Dog-faced you're not that at all. Pony soldier, whatever You are said. a cowboy. If you don't know what we're talking about, that was um, Joe Biden earlier this week. Some lady asked him a question at a town hall meeting, and he called her, was it a lying a lying dog face pony soldier. Yes, it's like, where did that come from? He claims it's from a John Wayne movie, but the John Wayne expert says that that's not from a John Wayne movie. They don't know where that came from. So do you think I look like a cowboy? I do sometimes, yes. <laughs> oh. I do. You have a little swagger just like John Wayne does. <laughs> I have a little swagger because you do. You have you have a swagger. I walk weird, is what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, I said, did you hear me say that? Yeah. No. Well, that's what I said was you have a swagger. You're the that's, just like John Wayne did. You're the, he had a swagger. I mean, you knew what he was. You know, when he was walking, you knew from the back that that was John Wayne. By so, the way, his swagger so was. So you're saying he said that because the way I walk. No, because you're wearing cowboy boots for one. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I don't know what you were wearing, but um, well, I had last night because it was cold. I had my bunny slippers on, so no, you didn't. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, no, that would I wear my bunny slippers whenever I fly. That's when I, you know, I, I yes, when I fly, I yes, wear my bunny that's slippers. That's better. <laughs> I get dressed up to go on the plane. I wear my bunny they're slippers. To take off when you go through uh, cust- or not customs, but. Uh, what is that called? Yeah, well, you know, my, my normal garb when I fly is I wear my bunny slippers, I wear my workout shorts, and I wear my, my well, you can't say wife beater anymore. I wear my strapped T-shirt, you know, because, you know, I had, I you know, it's funny. I said that in front of I, somewhere, somewhere I, where I was, and I said something about, there was a couple women there, and I said something about, um, you know, uh, yeah, there was this guy I know that used to always wear strapped T-shirts. I'm trying to be politically correct. And the one lady says, do you mean a wife beater? <laughs> I'm going like, yeah, that's what I mean. But, you know, I can't say that anymore. You can say that. I can't say that because that's politically incorrect. You can't say it's a wife beater, right? Not everybody is um, all pent up on things, Brad. <laughs> So, so most people are, but not everybody. So some people are kind of cool. So I got my. You Am say, I interrupting you? Yeah, I'm no, sorry. no, no, you're not. So, <laughs> so, but you're being playful this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you know, you know how I get back at Shelly whenever she starts to do weird stuff like that. You know how uh, I get back at her. Please don't. Um, um, um. Oh, okay. They don't have dog catchers in the government. I believe that. Draw back two and punt. That's all I have to do, and then Shelly's quiet. <laughs> okay, so so you're saying I have my John Wayne swagger. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> and your cowboy boots. I'm I'm just telling you. That's you know you you do resemble a cowboy. Hey pilgrim. Hey pilgrim. <laughs> I can't do the John Wayne. <laughs> I can't either. I'm a I'm a chick. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's it's just. Do you know he had like a thirty pound? Don't even don't even talk. Don't even no 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 don't talk about that because that I think that's BS. I've read that before and I've I've heard doctors say say they said that's total BS what they said about him. But that's another story. Because he he was he was he was not a big man. Well, he's bigger than he's bigger than than Michael Bloomberg. That's for sure. Isn't everybody bigger than Michael Bloomberg? <laughs> Whoa, listen to you. 720. 
Westplex 107.1, where is the love? 724, it's BS in the Morning. Uh, I am Brad, she is Shelly. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. The website for the station is westplex1071.com. Okay, Shelly, you tell me I go off in rants all the time and I get upset about things like that, right? Yes. There's an article this morning about a woman who runs a not-for-profit, at least she did, she's not there anymore. She runs a not-for-profit agency, an NPO, nonprofit organization, in Florida called the Florida Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Okay, sounds like a good a good thing to do, uh, Coalition Against Domestic Violence. They have a contract with, with the state of Florida to console uh, women uh, and men who are involved in uh, violent domestic relationships. Okay, sounds like a great calling. And I'm serious. I mean, it sounds like a good, good calling, right? The yes, reason the governor does. is upset is because her annual salary is seven hundred thousand dollars she's had this job since 2010 and in her contract it also says she gets 50 paid days off per year she did not use those paid days and just before she quit she uh uh, she took the paid days off and got paid five million dollars for her 50 paid days off also in her contract, uh, she gets a car and an allowance at, quote, an executive retreat at the place of her choosing. And keep in mind, this is a not-for-profit agency that uh, has a contract with the state of Florida, which is essentially counseling uh, domestic violence uh, men and women. Okay? So she's making yeah. 700000 a year. She gets a car. She gets 50 paid days off. She didn't use them for 10 years. She cashed them in. She got a check for $5 million, and she quit. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> and the reason I say that is I don't want to sound like I'm a jerk, but you and I are exposed to not-for-profit organizations. And yes. we do work for several of them. Yes. And not saying which ones are which. And the reason I've stopped doing things for some nonprofit organizations is that I find out that um, they're making a ton of money. And well, of course they are. Well, but but it's not going to what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, not all of them. Well, Brad, these people deserve a paycheck. I think that hers was a little extravagant. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm I'm a little, uh, you know, dismayed about that. But, um, you know... Even though they work for a nonprofit, they have to make money. They have to make a living. But they don't. They don't pay taxes. They don't pay like if they own real estate. Like for example, if it's a church or if it's a, a nonprofit organization, if they if they own real estate, they don't pay taxes on it. Um, in our industry, the religious broadcasters do not pay any fees to the FCC. Uh, when we have to renew our license, we have to do things, various forms we have to file with the FCC. We have to clean payment. They do not. Um, there's all sorts of different things. They don't pay sales tax. They don't pay real estate tax. Um, and I'm going like, now hold on a minute. You know, I mean, look at look at the in the, in, in in St. Charles County. Okay, and boy, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. But yeah, they, please. They're you know they they talk be, about be wise with your words. Look at like St. Louis County. Look at St. Louis City. Okay, they're talking about oh, we don't have enough taxes. Tax the churches, you know? I mean, if you taxed all the churches for the real estate, I mean, geez Louise, we'd be able to fix all the roads and, you know, put up new uh, new bridges and stuff like that, you know? Or just make marijuana, <laughs> uh, you know, legal. 
told you about that. Like Illinois did. <laughs> there was, there were the mayor. And they can earn $6 million <laughs> in taxes. What about the mayor of Collinsville? I heard him interviewed the other day, and the the first marijuana dispensary in, in uh, Illinois and Collinsville, okay, it's only been open a month. And in the first month, they made like $12 million. And the mayor of Collinsville was on there going, well, we, we're going to get $3 million, you know, in, in taxes from the marijuana distri- you know, dispensary. I'm going like, okay, here's the other problem. We're off the topic here. But how are they going to get it? Are they going to give them cash? Because once again, in Illinois, you can't, or in the States, you, you can't, can't put the money in the bank. You can't open up a bank account. What do you do? You, you show up at the city hall. Hey, i uh, got a truck of $3 million for you, Mr. Mayor of Collinsville. You want to come out and pick it up? <laughs> you know? Maybe he'll take it up in Bitcoin. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Anyway, so that's my deal. So she makes $700,000 a year. And, and by the way, the, uh, after a, a couple of uh, newspaper articles in Florida newspapers, uh, she quit. Because she was taking heat because people are going like, hold on a minute, you're getting paid. I know, I know a couple of people who run NPOs who shall remain nameless because I want to get them in trouble. And both of them make six figures. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, good for them. But by the same token, it's like, I don't think that's right. I really don't. Well, they're for all intents and purposes, they're pre- they're the president and CEO. Presidents and CEOs make six figures. Yeah, but but they just do. But once again, it's to the point where if this is if this is and and both of these uh, people that I know that work for nonprofits, the the nonprofits are funded by your and my tax dollars. That's how they yes. get. That's how they get their money. For tax, okay. the money their pay, the money for their agency comes from tax dollars. I don't think that's right. I think that that our tax, just like just like this thing that's come out with Donald Trump, which I I'm a really big opponent of on this because I think he's totally wrong on this. He's got this thing was in the news last couple of days. He says that when we build government buildings, we should go back to building them the way we did, like in the 1800s. Like you go down to see the, you know, the old courthouse or you go to Jefferson City and you see the Capitol building. There's the ornate buildings. I'm saying bring I in, agree with that. You agree with that? I do. I say bring in some double wides, you know, put no, them, you know absolutely put, not. put them, you know, put them in shipping containers that they build out. You know what I mean? Why? Why should our tax dollars go for some fancy place that the government workers work in? No. When you and, and I that people come to see the government workers. But 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 once again, why does it have to be fancy schmancy stuff? Why can't it be like okay, you know, like, why can't just it be... because you're a minimalist, Brad, doesn't mean that everybody else is. Okay, I think the government should take a hint from Walmart. You know, their buildings are not fancy; they're functional. You know, you go in, the lights are on. Air conditioning works in the summer. Heat works in the winter. You know, the floors are nice and clean. That's all you need. You don't need fancy, you know, fancy weird buildings with carvings and, and, you know, glass, stained glass windows and, you know, and vaulted ceilings and all that kind of stuff. See, I think that's lovely. It's a waste of money. Waste of money. There's a lot of things that are a waste of money, but at least that, you know, those buildings from the 1800s are still standing. Shelly. I have I have a building from the 1800s. It's a nightmare, <laughs> a nightmare. It there. Have you been maintaining it? I, I you know, he, once again, you ever heard you ever heard the saying about about a boat? You know what a boat is? If you buy a boat, it's, you get like you're going to like you know own a boat like down the Lake of the Ozarks. Do you know what a boat is? 
What? It's a hole in the water you pour money into, okay? Well, do you know what HD stands for? Uh, Harley Davidson. $100. Okay, everything's 100 bucks. Okay, but once again, the point being is is that, you know, it, uh, the old buildings are, they were made before there was air conditioning. They were made before, you know, and not only that, you know, the, the buildings like that are tremendous energy hogs because of the fact that like to heat them, you know, but when if they and, built them now, they wouldn't be. Uh, they still would because be. Because we have no, the, no, no, I mean, no, no, and, and as no, far as the no, no, no. ornate stuff, they could sit there and do a 3D, a 3D. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they're going to print, on a, print it on a 3D printer, right? Instead of yes. having somebody carve it, they're going to have somebody, <laughs> you know, once again, go to Walmart. You don't see any carvings. You don't see any stuff like that. And yet they're very functional. They make lots of money. They keep their costs down. That's why you and I go in there and pay. That's why the whole trend is now instead of going to like places like Saks Fifth Avenue and places like that, you go to like, you know, Wally World, you know, I mean, and buy stuff cheap because of the fact that the overhead's low. You know, the only thing I buy from Wally World is my jammies. <sighs> we won't go there. Seven thirty-three. <laughs> Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. Brad and Shelley. She's Brad. I'm Shelley. BS in the morning. Dot shows our website. I have to tell you, Shelley. Today is Valentine's Day, and it is. I am going to go on record of saying that in the next year or so, Valentine's Day will be different. There will be something missing. Because of environmentalists. And you know what that is? Uh, Valentine's Day cards. Eh, they're not happy about that. But you know what they're really unhappy about? And I'm starting to see more and more of this in the press. Uh, what? Helium balloons. Helium balloons? Yes. Helium balloons are a part of Valentine's Day. They're part of birthdays. They're part of anniversaries. They're part of... Um, okay. Galas, they're part. I mean, they just are. You just write this down. They're, they're like a staple. I get it. Write this down. But here's what's going to happen because I'm already seeing the seeds of it being sown already. Helium is getting to be tougher to find, and the government has a big stockpile of helium still to this day uh, because they use it for various uh, uses. But the reason they have a stockpile like is like talking. Like talking in funny voices. Yeah, right. Donald Trump will go like if he's talking to the Democrats, he'll I'm... go, he'll go, hold on a minute, and he'll take a hit off the helium. Like, you Democrats are a bunch of jerks. You know, that's what he'll do. Right. That's, yeah, that's what he'll do. I'm Donald Trump and I'm running for president. Right. I have approved this message. Right. I'm a billionaire and you're not. You know, right. Just do stuff like that. Okay, so oh, so they're they're the environmentalists are going after helium because it's being depleted rapidly, and there's not, and for a while, it got to the point where helium got to be very hard to get. And what they're saying is, and I read this the other day, that an environmental group came out and said how horrible it was that this precious gas that we don't have enough of is being squandered by people who put it in balloons and give it for birthdays and Hall and, and not Halloween and Valentine's Day. So you watch that in the coming years, I think you're gonna see this more and more where helium will sort of, you know, to the point where either it's gonna get super pricey, like it was for a while, or it's gonna to be to the point where people are gonna say, well, we can't get helium anymore because uh, it's not environmentally correct. And also, the other thing was that the guy said, I read this article and the guy said, it causes problems for birds. 
I'm going like, okay, let me think about because this. Because the migratory waterfall runs into them when people release them. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he said it prob- causes problems for birds, and I'm thinking like, okay. I so, know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, okay, but so <laughs> a helium balloon. If you're a bird flying along and you hit a helium balloon, it's not like you're hitting the side of a building or like a window. That you know, sometimes you have birds that fly into like windows and things like that. Matter of fact, when we had the uh, when we were on the 39th floor of the Met Square building years ago downtown, you'd be up there and every once in a while you bonk and you, you know, birds would fly into the side of the building. I don't know why, they just would. But anyway, so mark my words, in the next couple of years, I got a feeling that the environmentalists will come out in force for the anti-helium uh, people will come out. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sometimes I think people just sit around and think stuff up. Well, I mean, in this case, you know, they've come out saying it's, and well, but, <laughs> but part you of know, it was. You know, I was trying, I was, what was I buying? I was buying something and, oh, I was trying to buy a, um, uh, a something to carry, like a purse, but right. I wasn't using it as a purse. Right. Okay. And the place where I was at had proudly said that this rack of purses is vegan friendly and PETA approved. That just made me not want to buy it at all. So, I walked away from so it. So that means they're not leather. Is that essentially what it means, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that was not a selling point to me. <laughs> who is that a selling point to? Oh, I, I know people who that'd be a selling point to. I know them. Um, I, you know, and, and to the point where I've had people come up to me and say that damnedest things sometimes you know i mean and and it you know i remember one time somebody came up to me and said something that i was i was killing the environment because i was cutting my grass i'm going okay am i killing them well do you know your lawnmower emits more emissions than than your car does and i go well i can't supposed to be doing cutting it with a pair of scissors well i said to the guy i said but my lawnmower attachment won't fit on my car and he got really mad (laughs) I still remember that. It was funny because he's, you know. And, and, That's funny. <laughs> well, it was. It was that point. We're like, you, you know, your lawnmower puts out more emissions in your car. Okay, whatever. You know. You're supposed to be having a push electric lawnmower. Oh my gosh! Then um, the Tesla people could come out with a battery powered, like. Um, the big lawnmowers that you have, like the zero turns, yeah, yeah, but yeah. battery powered. Yeah. Yeah. Well. No. Well, that they say that's going to be the future with like lawn equipment. You're already starting to see it in chainsaws and string trimmers and things like that. Most of the major brands like Steel, they have like the battery powered ones. But see, the thing that always cracks me up about that, here we are in the Midwest, right? You know where most of our electricity comes from? Coal. <laughs> You know, it's not like you know. It's not like we're you know when you you know plug your Tesla in. Guess where? Go look across the river in Labadee and you know in in Franklin County or go into St. Charles County and look at the soup you know the Portage to Soup power plant. I mean, guess what? You know that stuff coming out of the stack. That's that's emissions from coal. So your clean burning Tesla, you know, or your whatever your hybrid is or your plug in is burning coal is fossil fuels. So, but now I'm telling you. I wish I'd have a Tesla because I'd put up about, you know, 15, 20 solar panels in my backyard and I'd just plug my Tesla into my solar panels. And that way I would truly be environmentally correct, right? 
That is true. And we would wrap that baby quicker than you could blink an eye. Right. And when she means wrap, she's not talking about the uh, stuff on the, you know, on the car. She's talking about, I got my Tesla. It sure is fine. I got mine, too. You should have mine. Right? That's the way we'd wrap it, right? <laughs> That's the way we wrap. Only yeah. we're usually a little bit more uh, rhymy. Weather's coming up with Jennifer. Wojcicki. Right after this. Westplex 107.1, the remix of Louis Capaldi. I just said that. She's always jumping in. She's like Shelly. She just can't stop talking, right? She just keeps talking and talking. <laughs> talk, and talk, no. talk, 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 And talking and talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Uh, it is BS in the morning. And talking some more. <laughs> <I am. laughs> this is called karma, Brad. <laughs> karma? Why is that karma? Because you're making fun of me now? Is that what it is? No, I'm not making you, fun you, of you. You're going to leave me, and you're going to leave me. You're going to head a nonprofit organization where you're going to make, you know, half million dollars a year or something like that, seven hundred thousand a year, like that guy, in, gal in California, and then she she cashed out her days off, and for ten years working there, she got five million dollars. Uh, that was <sighs> Florida. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't think that happens here? <laughs> well, I do think it happens here, but truthfully, I mean, when you think of a nonprofit. You think that those people shouldn't make money, but they, I mean, they have to live. They have to make money to... Yeah, 700000 a year is, I don't know how she well, gets by Well, maybe that was a little extravagant. She, you know, man, I don't, know, I don't know. 700000 a year. I mean, I, how does she afford groceries on that? Um, anyway, let's talk about something else, which I think is sort of sad. Yesterday, McClatchy newspapers um, uh, filed bankruptcy. Some of you go like, McClatchy, who's that? McClatchy is a big news organization. We don't have any of their papers here in the St. Louis, but there's one across the state. The Kansas City Star is owned by McClatchy. Um, I believe 180 three-year-old company, family-owned, still to this day, run by the McClatchy family. They declared bankruptcy um, yesterday. And, Are they reorganizing? Well, yeah, Chapter 11, and they're probably going to be taken over by a company called Alden, A-L-D-E-N, which has been buying up small, medium, uh, sp- specifically small and medium-sized newspapers all over the country. This is the thing that sort of caught my attention. Um, And this is sort of like we talked about the situation with uh, so many states and municipalities, like Illinois being one of them, that has this tremendous debt on um, pension benefits. That And here's the statistic. Depending upon who you believe, um, the official news release I saw yesterday from the bankruptcy court said that for every one employee who's working for McClatchy nowadays, okay, there are 10 on pension. So, in other words... Meaning that they retired and... Yes. Okay. And, and, and I always get myself in trouble because anytime I say something about pensions, people, especially the teachers, oh my God, if you say anything about the teacher, we, we earn that money, we put money... The problem is that in most pensions, the way they're set up nowadays is that there's, there's, it's, like, it's almost like a, a Ponzi scheme because you put in... What?! Trust me. Are you kidding me? No, seriously. Think about it for a minute. A Ponzi Brand scheme. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm going to say. There, there's. I'm, I'm finished listening to you. No, 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 no. Scheme. See, but you're going to be closed-minded about this. Perfect example. I am going to be closed-minded about it because I live off of a pension. Okay, but the point being is, see, that's you're 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 my you're you're being exactly what I said. It's, I am your demographic work when it comes to what good, you're talking it's about. It's good for you, but it sucks for the rest of us because because of the fact that 
perfect example. There was a story in the Post-Dispatch about a year or so ago, uh, a lady who uh, worked for like six or seven years. Uh, I don't know how in the world this happened, but she came in from another state. and She was a superintendent of some school district or something like that. And she only put into the pension system. She put in like, I don't know, forty or $50,000 in the pension system. I mean, total. And now she's making $125,000 a year uh, in pension until the day she dies. Okay, do the math. How do you put in $40,000 and then get $125,000 every single year? Okay, it doesn't work. That's the problem. It's a Ponzi scheme. People put money in well, thinking... I don't know how she did that because... Well, but but that's not the way it works, at yes, least with but, the government. But if you if you go back, if you go back, and if you had all your your paycheck stubs from you working for the FAA, you work for the federal government, okay? If you I did. if you added up all the money you put in, it's a fraction of what you're getting back, okay? So the the problem with that is that would be like me saying, "Hey, Shelly, lend me a hundred dollars today." And in two months, I'm going to give You'll you... You'll gladly pay me Tuesday? Oh, no. I'll give you $1,000 in two months. And you're going to go, well, no, hold on a minute now. If I lend you $100 today, how are you going to give me 2000 in a month? Well, I got a, I've got this great investment. I'm going to invest in 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 helium widgets, and it's the it's you know it's it's this new thing that the environmentalists are going to like because it's like helium, but it's not. And you're going to look okay. Here's a hundred dollars. Okay, and in a month or two months, you call me back up and you go, hey, I lent you that hundred bucks. You told me you give me two thousand, and you go like, well, I don't have it. Okay, so, so is that what their pension people are saying to them? Well, no. The the problem with it is 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 that it it doesn't work i mean it 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 just it's it to, works just fine for the people that get it yes but the problem with it is one you know at some point in time that's part of the big problem with it mcclatchy's had is they can't afford the pensions anymore because because you know the people work uh, you know like like if you're like a teacher in the state of missouri you work 30 years you're like a cop you work 30 years you get you know like let's say you got you, you get a, you're a cop when you, you you get to be a police officer when you're 20 for, for a perfect example my cousin my cousin started working for southwestern bell when he's 18 he retired at 48 okay 48 and he's retired and he gets full benefits pension to the rest of his life okay now unfortunately for him he didn't live long he only lived four years so the pension system probably you know did okay with him but yet there are other people that i know i mean you know people that i know who work for various companies who've been retired 10 15 20 years and they have laughed and told me i'm making 10 times as much as i put into the pension system okay it doesn't work that's why, you know, well, the, maybe because they were underpaid. No, the problem throughout is, the 30. The years. problem is that think about it. The problem is that I remember years ago um, um, when pensions when, work by putting in a percentage of how much but, you make. But the, I, and if you don't make a whole lot, Shelly, then you don't put a lot in the pension system. But once again, if you if here, let me put it this way. If every paycheck you said, let's say, let's say for the next five years, every paycheck, every 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 week, you put a hundred dollars into an account. Okay, you put a hundred dollars yep. into account. Okay, so that would be every week. That would be that'd be five thousand two hundred dollars per you know fifty two weeks. That would be fifty two hundred dollars per year. Okay, and let's say you do that for ten years. Okay, that's fifty two thousand dollars. Okay. It's not $520,000. Maybe you got it in an interest-bearing account. Maybe it got, uh, you know, some interest, and you got $70,000 out of your $50,000, okay? But yet, 
it's finite. You only got $70,000. When you spend the $70,000, it's gone. But the way a pension works is they guarantee you that money for the rest of your life. And if you live to be 100 years old, you know, which some people are, you know, they have to pay that every single year. And the money just isn't there. I'm telling you, because of the fact that, that you go back 100 years when the pensions were big, you know, like you 65, man, you know, you got one foot in the grave, the other foot in a banana peel. You know, you're, you're about ready to go. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people didn't make it to 65. Nowadays, it's not unusual for people to live 70, 80, 90, 100 years old. And if they're on a pension every single year, that pension fund has to come up with that money. And if they're, and, you know, and keep in mind, we went through the meltdown of the stock market, 2007, 8, 9, you know, when things went into the toilet. I mean, things are great now if you got money in, the, in you know, 401k and IRAs now, if you you got it in the market, you're making a ton of money on it. But the problem is, is that it's there and, you know, you're getting returns on investment from corporations and things like that that are producing things. But yet in a, in a, in a public sector, especially like in government, there's nobody producing anything. It's tax dollars that fund that. Okay. So what does this have to do with McClatchy? That's, that one, that's why they're filing. That's one of the big problems they have. Plus, the other problem is the newspaper business has just become unviable because of the fact that they, you know, that, that I, th- I read some. Everybody's digital. Have they gone digital? Are they re- that's, rebranding themselves? See, that's, and, that's, what, uh, that's what the. Just, that's what this company that's buying them is going to do. And what they're going to do is they're going to get rid of all the printing presses and, and they're going to go all digital. And fortunately, they're going to lay a lot of people off, you know, and because that's the that's way tragic. it is. Well, you know, once again, here's the problem you have is that if you're not buying the Post-Dispatch, if you're not reading their ads, you're not supporting that paper. And if you're not supporting that paper, you're not helping pay the people that go out and report the stories and shoot the pictures and print it and, you know, put it online the whole bit. Uh, instead, like you, you talk about this all the time. You're a perfect example why the newspapers are dying. You get, well, I get all my news from Facebook. Okay. Facebook doesn't, <laughs> Facebook doesn't pay anybody to be reporters. They don't have any reporters out there. They're just stealing the stuff off of the, off the web from the Post and, you know, and the Wall Street Journal and Washington Post and stuff like that. That's what they're doing. They're just stealing the stories and just sticking them on there. Hey, here's a story from the Post-Dispatch you might like. And they get well, it for here's free. here's the deal. Even if I did get the Post-Dispatch, I would do it digitally. I wouldn't get a hard copy. But, but you don't support that. So in other words, you're not supporting you're not supporting local people. You're not supporting you know Dan Caesar who writes about radio stations. You're not supporting uh, I know. Rich he, Gould that was who's, so cool. who's the sports guy. You're not supporting uh, you know what's his name uh, the one the Tony Messenger who uh, won the Pulitzer Prize. You're not supporting him. You're not doing anything for him, and yet they're doing stuff for you. How bad do you feel now, Shelley? How, tell me, how bad you feel? How bad well, do you, you feel? Well, you make me feel kind of bad. The, the Tony Messenger I'll get over it. may not oh, be look, able to. Oh, look, it's eight oh three. Tony Messenger may not be able to buy you know shoes for his kids because you don't you get all your news from oh, from Facebook. And Tony Messenger much. may not be able to to keep his house in Wildwood because you don't you don't send him any money. Uh huh. It's eight oh three. Did I tell you that? Well, that's going to do it for BS in the morning for uh, Friday, for uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Day. I hope you get lots of helium balloons, everybody. (sighs) You know what? And chocolate. Do you know what? Chocolate covers strawberries and helium balloons. Do you know what I have? And if environmentalists knew this, they would be picketing me right now. You know what I have? What do you have? I've got a helium. A helium tank? I've got a helium tank. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Are you going to give me some helium balloons today, Brad? No. It's Valentine's Day. No, Shelly, I don't want to hurt the environment. I wouldn't dare do that. I'm a, you know, No, I, I know that you wouldn't. I'm going to jump in my Tesla and drive around today and, you know. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah. Everybody, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you uh, it's filled with lots of love and laughter. And uh, for those that don't have a Valentine, just know that you're loved and um, have a, just have a great day. And it's, it's The sun's out. It's going to be awesome. And here's what I want each of you to do. Someone who's special in your life, I want you to walk up to them, look in their eyes, look deep into their eyes and say. What does the fox say? That was deep, Brad. That's, that's, <laughs> I thought you were oh, going to say something soulful. That, and then you did the, what does the fox say? That's what I did. And then, and then if, if, if they, if they, uh-uh. if, if that special someone calls you up and says, well, how come you're not taking me out to dinner tonight? You can just, you know, on the phone, say to them, I got bronchitis. And that way you don't have to take oh, them out to dinner. Look at you trying to put the memes in, the, 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 the uh, audio memes. I believe that. <laughs> and, and It's time to go. Caleb is waiting. And guys, if, if, you, if you call up that special someone and, and you ask her out to dinner tonight for Valentine's Day and she says something to you like, I, I hope she says legs. no because you should have asked her four days ago, if not two weeks. And you say something like, and she says something like, I got hairy legs. You can just say, I'll bring you some razors. Oh, a bouquet of sharpened pencils. Aw. <laughs> that was from when, uh, uh, what is that called? You've got mail. I've never seen that yep. movie. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so, because you are a rom-com guy, so it does kind of I'm surprise me. I'm not a rom-com me. But, guy. So it's time for uh, the most important man in St. Charles to step up to the microphone and say... Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, okay. and Hugh so Janus turning 10. Brad really wants you to have a nice Valentine's Day. Um, And he does. He really does. Because, his... because they're listening to Kids Bop. Calm down. Calm down. Yes, number 290 orders now. Ready? Please get number 290. <laughs> I miss our guy. (laughs) That's going to do it for P.S. in the morning. Have a great weekend. Uh, Please be careful this weekend because we're not the biggest radio station. And if we lost three listeners, we'd only have one listener left. So we can't have that happen. And that's me. Right. And, and and unfortunately, we're not a nonprofit organization. So the, 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 you know, the finances here are very slim. And you know what I got to do right now? You got to put Caleb on because I, it's eight oh eight. I'm going to play oh, Caleb, and then I'm going to go check Q two. Okay, you ready? Uh, and yep. now the most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says.